0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long, we are talking about our communities and particularly caring for our communities and the ways that we can and should give back to those communities, not only to keep them, you know, enriched and enlightened, but to enrich and enlighten ourselves. And my guest, I'm so excited to talk to her about her background, but also about her passion. We had a few moments to talk. You always know I do before we hit that record button. And I already know this is going to strike me very near and dear to my heart. So Nina Mian is an award-winning director playwright, and producer. And she's also a dedicated arts educator. She has expertise in youth development, as well as nonprofit management. And her work focuses on nurturing innovation in children. Don't you love that? We all need that. And through that, connecting people in our increasingly digital world, and we all know how important that is, we can get so lost in our devices that sometimes we lose you know, sight of our actual devices of each other. Nina's award-winning theatrical work for young people as CEO of Bay Area's Children's Theater has reached more than, get this, hold on, One Million Kids and Adults, and is toured nationally and internationally. Some of her most recent credits include the adaptation of Chelsea Clinton's book, She Persisted, Grace Lynn's Where the Mountain Meets the Moon, and the New York Times bestselling Good Night, Good Night Construction Site Series. I love it. She um, not only is uh, a speaker, she is uh, passionate. She's also named one of Red Tricycle's Moms Who Rock. so you know when you have those kind of awards behind you. We're going to have a great time, Nina. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to chat. (laughs) I love people's bios. I always want to read the whole thing because it's fascinating to me what people have accomplished. And yet every time I talk about that, I think it just reminds us it's it's all a part of an evolution of us. And, And so I can't wait to know more about your story. So I hit the highlights, but tell us more about you, your mission, what you do and how it truly helps, especially young people, but actually all of us to shock their potential.
0: Absolutely. So I am the founder of Bay Area Children's Theater. We started 18 years ago, and it was me and four friends, and we literally, it was, you know, five of us, an idea, and 250 bucks. Like, that, that is where we started. Uh, and, you know, luckily, we were phenomenally young and naive and had no idea how hard it was to start a company, which is the best time to start a company, in case you were ever wondering. Right. And now, you know, 18 years later, we have produced enough shows to reach literally a million people. And wow. it's been an incredible ride. And the part that I think is the most exciting for me is that that growth from itty bitty $250, you know, our very first show, we were super excited that there were more people in the audience than there were on stage. That's <laughs> where we started. I get um, it. We have these two arms where we have professional adult actors for family and student audiences. And then we Mm -hmm. also have a division where we are working with young people directly getting them up on stage or coming to their classroom for arts education. And the growth of the organization has truly been because of the demand from the community. And there is nothing more heartwarming than knowing that, you know, we went from itty bitty tiny to reaching a million people because people said, we want what you, what you're doing. We want more of this. And what I've learned over those years, you know, as a theater creator, we're telling stories, we're engaging in empathy and inspiring imagination, all of these pieces that, you know, when we, I can remember when we were starting, we used to talk about, you know, the soft skills that theater teaches Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and recognizing over the years, no, 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 no. These are the skills that, that art and creativity brings to our world. It's not about the difference between, Oh, learning how to project your voice or, you know, going and seeing a show that is encouraging critical thinking as if that's somehow different than inspiring
1: self-confidence and empathy, right? All one in the same, right? I love that. It's interesting you say that because I just was interviewing someone last week and I said, it actually drives me crazy when we talk about leadership or emotional intelligence or those things, and we call them the soft skills. How about vital skills? I mean, How about the key skills that you're going to need? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> the important thing to have a future, whatever you're doing. And that's so important. And I, you know, well, you might have guessed this, but maybe from the hair or from our conversations a little bit before, but I grew up on a stage. You know, I my whole life I've been dancing. I've been singing. I was literally on stages. I think from the time that I came, because my parents adopted me, I was just like, Eight weeks old, and you know, I was the last of six kids. I came a lot later after everybody else. The next youngest was 11 years old, so I had two parents and five siblings. I could just throw up and they'd go, Oh, yay, look at her! She's so incredible! That's a beautiful job! You know, nothing I could do was wrong, it was great. But there's something that's really powerful about performing or getting that. Time on the stage, and it doesn't mean you don't get nervous or get butterflies, but you gain things in life from those kind of experiences that can take you through other hard experiences. They don't just prepare you for the stage, they prepare you for life.
0: They really do. And it's so interesting because kids, in a lot of ways, are far more willing to take that risk of getting mm-hmm. up there on stage. Than adults. I mean, for years back in the day when I got I got to be the one who was sitting in the classroom with the kids, I used to always tell them at the beginning of you know, two-week drama camp, you guys, we're gonna do something that most adults would say is absolutely impossible. In absolutely. two weeks, we're gonna put on a show on that stage. And you guys are all gonna know your lines, you're gonna mm-hmm. sing, you're gonna dance, and the audience is gonna laugh and applaud and have an amazing yeah. time because you are sharing a story with them. And yeah. storytelling is at our core. And the yeah. kids would look at you with these big eyes and it's true. You tell a group of adults like, oh, yeah, in two weeks, we're going to put on a show, by the way. You know, <laughs> most people would run from the room screaming. Yeah. And, <laughs> but the, the power of what it looks like to see a kid stand up and own that, and it is all about self-confidence and independence yeah. and all of these skills that kids need in such a big way right now. And you know we did we did online theater during the pandemic cuz that's what we yeah. had the choice to do and you know interestingly the same thing happened that same transformative moment of i'm owning this this is something yeah. i am in charge of so i love you know the power of theater to transform and mm-hmm. and shock potential is mm-hmm. is so huge and what i've seen in terms of the adults that we engage with Is watching parents watch their child Mm -hmm. get up there to do a show, or a parent watching a show with their child that maybe has some challenging topics or interests, you know, that, and and then the the conversation afterwards, where the child suddenly is revealing, you know, I saw on stage that that character was being bullied, and this happened to me, and that's how I relate. Mm -hmm. And the parents will come to us and say, I had no idea my child could process that. I didn't know my child was capable of that. Yeah. And I love watching the adult brain do that <laughs> moment <laughs> exactly. where it's like, oh, this whole storytelling, imagination, creativity thing. There's some
1: power here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you're right. I mean, what a way to open up dialogues you know, when we all have difficult things to discuss, but when you have a common shared experience of of observing, observing it, or even being a part of, you know, being a part of the child was a part of the performance to say, how did it feel to be in that? How did it feel to play the part of the person that was bullying? I mean, talk about having a a starter conversation for the dinner table. That would be amazing.
0: Absolutely. And the same thing we see in schools, you know, I, I, there was a little guy, a a fifth grader who was in a musical that we were doing at an elementary school. And he was in the ensemble because the teachers and the principals had warned me in advance that this was a child with significant learning delays. And he read it about a first grade level. Mm -hmm. And so we're okay, great. And then so he's in the ensemble, but it became really clear through the process. He was like, all in on doing this show. So are <laughs> so like I just can't have him in the ensemble. <laughs> exactly. So so I made him the assistant director, right? And so he's helping with all the things. And then a week before the show, one of the other kids can't has to drop out of the show. And I go to the teachers and the principal. I said, I really want to give this guy, he's been so wonderful. I understand he can't read the script. I, I get that. Yeah. I'm going to support him through this. My team is going to, we're going to make sure that he is successful. And they say, great. So I give him the part. He just gets so excited. And you know, I explain to him, don't worry, we're gonna, we're gonna help you make sure that you can say the lines. We'll feed them to you from the off stage. The next day he comes into rehearsal, it's our first fully off book re- dress rehearsal. And he has learned every, every. single line. And the <sighs> principal pulls me aside at the end of the day, she says, Nina, I have no idea how he does this. He can't read past a first grade level. His mom works the night shift. His big sister just had a baby. I don't know where he found this in himself. Mm, he did. But he, he just found, found it. it.
1: He just found it's it.
0: powerful to get up there and have that moment when this is my role. And yeah. so, you know, when you talk, you, you say, you know, how does it shock your potential? That's, I mean... That's life-changing for not just that kid, but the teachers, the principals, the other kids who've been sitting there for years in the classroom with him, making assumptions
1: about what he can and can't do. I have chills and I'm a little teary and I'm going to work through it because as you were talking, I'm like, I hope I know how this story is coming. And I had a good feeling about it. But what an incredible, not only experience for him, but like you said, for everybody else to recognize that. Are, you, are we putting limitations on other people because of our expectations that are holding them back? You know, what, yeah. what if more people said, okay, what can you do? Let's go with it. Because you never know what somebody has inside until they decide to release it to the world. And I would say, how often are we putting limitations
0: on ourselves as, yeah. as adults? How often do we have a story in our head that, oh no, that's not something I can do. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. That, I'm not that. I'm not an artist. I'm not creative. Yeah. Well, maybe you are. Yeah. In fact, we all are. It's so much about taking those deep breaths and just having the courage to try it. And that's what yeah. I love about having worked with kids for 18 years. Yeah. I know that they oh. have the potential to take that deep breath and just try it. And it's so beautiful seeing adults trying the same thing yeah. It's, it's a lot scarier in a lot of ways as an adult, right? We all think Absolutely. we have these stories in our head that we
1: have more to lose. Yeah. You know, we're also holding ourselves up to other people and more life experiences. And not saying kids don't, but as adults, we do start saying, well, I'm not an artist. I told you right before we started, I can't even draw stick people. But you know what? I don't care. I don't need to draw stick people. And if I draw stick people, I'll laugh at myself. They're kind of funny when I do it. But, you know, I'm also not going... I I always said I wanted to go to one of those like wine and art things just because everybody else would be working so hard to make a good art picture. And I'd be going, I'm just going to throw some paint on there and see what happens.
0: <laughs> and then you look and you look at the work of Jackson Pollock, who literally threw paint. Literally threw on the wall. So like, I just feel like we just like, the more that we can open that potential and that opportunity to redefine what it is to be a creative in our current modern world. And you talked about measuring and the measuring stick. And I gotta say, you know, I love me some social. I mean, social media is super fun. We have a good time with it. But oh boy, it puts some pressure on people to think, oh, well, if I can't do what that person is doing, that's what it should look like, right? All the shoulds. Yeah. Yeah. But what if it's just how you express it? What if you make literally the perfect
1: stick figure for you? Right, exactly. Mine are funny. I love them, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I was just thinking about the other day when JLo posted her, you know, 52, what it do. And I'm like, I'm 52 and I don't look that. No way. I'd like to. But you know what? I'd have to work a lot harder. <laughs>
0: and you'd probably need a giant team of like 45 people focusing on nothing but, okay, how do we make sure that the next article on, you know, looking perfect at 53 is like, well, okay. I, I, can, yeah, I, can, I can
1: hire 40 people if I had that kind of money. That's amazing. Go JLo. Way to be. Love- but. Somebody how would have to get you- me up, make me work out, make my breakfast, follow me around all day, and you know what? <laughs> I just don't want that.
0: Because <laughs> you have other things to be doing in the world in your life, and I'd like, I like—I just—I think that's so important to give ourselves yeah. the just permission. You know, it's so funny you, you mentioned stick figures, and the other day I was at the beach, and you know, in the world of just taking those moments to notice what's around you. You before the podcast, we were talking about mindfulness and how yeah. that is just such a critical part of everyday being for yeah. leaders, for business people, for parents, for, for anyone. So we're at the beach and this little guy, not my own kids, one another kid at the beach, a four-year-old, is he's got this big stick and it's like it's literally as big as he is. <laughs> and he is using his entire body down by the, in the wet sand and he's like doing something. I couldn't really tell what it was. <laughs> and he was for like 20 minutes. This kid was like, moving the stick and I'm going so after he's done with this adventure I go down there to see what he was doing because I was curious and he's drawn this like six foot tall stick figure in the sand wow. with this stick and it was like a visceral experience for him because oh he's like tiny and this thing is like bigger than he is and it was just this beautiful moment for me to remember like we are programmed we are mm-hmm. programmed to be creative beings. Yes. And and that comes in lots of different shapes and forms, right? Like he was clearly a very physical child, right? Like I have three kids and two of mine are like hardcore kinesthetic learners. <laughs> and I, so I'm like, I recognize that kid, right? But and it was so interesting <laughs> to see how important this was for him to create this six foot stick figure. With a and, stick. Uh, with a stick, <laughs> literally with a stick. And how like how how often do we let ourselves stop and say, hey, I want to create a six-foot stick figure with a stick today? Right. Just because
1: just because. Just because exactly. (laughs) I love it. I love and I love the fact that, you know, his parents weren't going. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know, just let him be, just let him dig in the sand. Let him dig with the stick. What amazing thing before we take a break. I want to just go back because I keep thinking about, you know, you're a student who, you know, became really just, you know, flourished in this environment. You know, if you think about where he is today, I don't know how old he is. He might be in the 10th grade. He might be, you know, a, yeah, probably in college somewhere. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but Can you imagine what his memory of that event is? You know, and what a turning point something like that is to be allowed finally to be trusted. I mean, just by you giving him the assistant director position, you know, what confidence boost that is. And there's so many ways that all of us can encourage the children in our lives and encourage the other adults in our lives. The, our colleagues, our friends, our family, to really embrace those things that allow them that little bit of, oh, I'm going to have a little bit more and let my creativity flow with this. The world would be a better Absolutely. place. A hundred percent. And I love how you're love talking them. about
0: encouraging the people around us because that mm-hmm. is our power, right? Because yeah. so much of being creative is about just allowing ourselves the permission to do it. Yeah. And you know, for kids, you were talking about your granddaughter who likes to make mm-hmm. art. And, you know, sending her that coloring book, that's a powerful message of, mm-hmm. hey, I see you and I value this in you. Yeah. And the more that we can say that, the more that we can have moments where we can value the creativity in the people around us, not only does it make them feel good, but it also reminds us to value our own creativity. So it becomes this really yeah. beautiful whole circle moment. Yeah, we did a show. This was one with adult professional performers and families in the audience. And at one moment in this show, we actually asked the audience to take their playbill and rip a page out, and oh. rip it up into tiny pieces. And all at the same time, we threw it up in the air, and the <sighs> entire place was now filled with snow because oh. we were making a scene transition to Antarctica. Obviously, brilliant. Um, <laughs> and two weeks after the show, I get a text message from what a friend who is also an audience member she said Nina I love you and I hate you and she sends me this picture of her kids playroom which is now
1: covered because <laughs> they're making in- it snow because the kids are making it snow and she just you know she sends a smiley face
0: and she said hey <laughs> thanks for teaching my kids to see the world in a different way. And it's like, it's these tiny things, right? But that's a mom seeing her kids, seeing their own creative potential.
1: Yes. Yes. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're we're almost out of time, but we're going to keep going. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back.
2: Top Dog Learning Group, LLC, is a leadership, change management, and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida, but with top doggers, aka consultants, throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, keynotes and luncheon learns, group and one-on-one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful, self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5M LS6, and enter the code razil 50 off in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com.
1: And we are back with Nina Mian. And I, gosh, I, I'm so engaged in what we're talking about. I'm actually also coming up with a new idea for a play for you. So after you talked about the whole snowing, I, I got <laughs> something I'll share with you. We'll do it offline. Like, now I have a totally creative idea for you. <laughs> you can take it. Bring it, it. Bring out. it. <laughs> I'm filled with million dollar ideas that I give to other people. <laughs> so Nina, obviously, you know, um, my followers are entrepreneurs, they're successful business people, they're people that are really at that point where they want to be um, more successful, they want to have better balance, they want to feel more engaged in the world and really also be more in touch with their community. And, you know, and feel like they're giving back as well as being invested in it. So, you know, for people listening, they may say, Hey, that's great, but I don't live there. I can't be a part of that community and that community theater, although that sounds fabulous. But what do you think that my listeners and viewers should consider in terms of having this kind of investment? What can they do? What should they do? Why should they do it?
0: Well, in terms of giving back to your community, I think it is so important to look around and see who in your community is bringing art. To mm. kids and to adults, also, but you know specifically, you know, if in in the world of sort of the giving back volunteerism, who in your community is doing work that is inspiring the next generation to become creative leaders? Because let's be mm. clear, we all want creative leadership. We all want empathetic humans taking over from us in the next generation. Yes. So, is there a boys and girls club that has an amazing art program, or maybe there's a boys and girls club? that wants an amazing art club program that doesn't have one yet. And just looking in your community, is your local YMCA, is there a local community theater? Is there a local children's art museum? Is there an organization that's doing art with developmentally disabled folks? Like there are so many different types of organizations out there just like Barrier Children's Theater and to be blunt, we are all working on a shoestring. Like we are yeah, do- we are sure. doing this work. And I talk to the corporate folks about like our budget and what that looks like and how much of our budget it takes to do different kinds of work. And they look at me like we're crazy because, yeah. <laughs> because we do it on a shoestring and we're yeah. really good at that. But there is a whole world of nonprofit organizations out there that would love to have support from volunteers, support financially, support by attending shows, attending a gallery opening. So that's like one part of it. And I think that's a sort of very practical side. And then I would say the other part of it is really looking into your own being and finding your own creative moments. And I ask folks all the time, how did you play as a child?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Because if you connect to how you played as a child, Maybe you are a kid who was constantly playing wall ball. Great. Then oh, maybe yeah. your creative place is gonna be outdoors playing games, passing a ball, going and joining a soccer league, coaching a kid's soccer team, or maybe you were a kid who was playing you know, drawing in the coloring book, or maybe you were like me and spent your time in your imagination and telling stories in your head. Maybe you were singing in you know singing in a car, whatever it is. Find those things that brought you joy, and bring that into your adult world. And it doesn't have to be twenty four hours a day. Right. It can be a mini moment. moment. Yeah, you give yourself permission to just explore that creative self a little bit and share it with the kids around you or the other adults around you, because that's going to access their joy and their moment to moment living as well.
1: You know, my husband and I are very conscientious of how, you know, what we donate to every year. And so we make decisions and then we donate to them at the beginning of the year. So, you know, we're already making our our donation plans for 2022. Now that does a couple things. Number one, it keeps us focused. Number two, it allows me when somebody says, Hey, do you want to donate to our cause to be able to say, we already have made our decision for the year because you can't donate to everything. But what mm-hmm. I love about your question is if you really want to be involved and maybe it's for volunteerism or it's actually financial support, or you want to be on a board or something, if you start with where you were as a child, what things inspired and motivated you, you'll find the right connection. Then you just have to look yes. for it.
0: Yes. And I just want to drill down on what you just said about board service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: for those who are entrepreneurs for those who run businesses board service for nonprofit organizations is an insanely huge and powerful gift you can give back to your community and different wow. you know do your research have coffee with the executive director figure out what is going to be passionate driven for you but the way nonprofit sector is set up we cannot function without a dedicated arm that is mm-hmm. our board of directors and i am so grateful for the people who volunteer who have all these skill sets that like i mean we can't afford to have an in-house an attorney an in-house hr in-house all the things so yeah. having experts that i can go to to say hey we could use a little help here i just cannot speak
1: enough about what a powerful way to give back to your community that can be absolutely you're absolutely right in fact it's been one of the things on my agenda for the last couple of years and i well i was actually pursuing a couple different board opportunities in 2020 before a little thing called the pandemic hit and actually well, the pandemic I, made it a little complicated yes, but you know what probably i should have kept going because that was probably the time i was needed the most when everybody didn't know what to do <laughs> i mean, it was it was a good it was an important year to have some really strong
0: smart advisors
1: No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Nina, I just, I love your passion for this. I love your direct correlation to not only community but to really what this does for our future because i love your line about you know if we really want to raise the next generation of leaders to be inspired and creative and confident and these are definitely some of the ways we can make that difference and i know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes but in case somebody wants to look you up right now and find out more about you and your incredible organization what's the best way for them to find you
0: our website is BACtheater.org, and the theater is spelled the British way with the R-E. Mm-hmm. And then my personal website is ninamehan.com. I love it. And before we go, Nina, do you have any last words
1: of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers?
0: Find five minutes today and try creative play and just <gasps> see what happens.
1: Ooh, I like it and it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Find five minutes today and try creative play. I love it. Thank you so much, Nina. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, learning from you, and I am absolutely glad you've been our guest. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees. And Sales Mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.